Girls? Yep. Delilah runs a house of ill repute in back. Ill? You mean a hospital? I mean a cat house. A pet store? A brothel. A soup kitchen? Yeah, a soup kitchen. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Hulu reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox and Comedy Central ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Futurama, Season 8, Episode 3, How the West Was 1010001. That's that's a great, great binary. But before we can start talking about anything you do with binary... It's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. So, Ben, I I looked it up. We only have nine cards left in the Would You Rather deck for pod decks, which is a low number, very low Uh number. So we might have to start thinking about which pod deck deck to go move to. Um, So I'm thinking maybe maybe we have some listeners decide. uh, We have the League of Jeremy's. I might be throwing up a poll up there. So who knows? Probably not and, right now because it's it's literally two months away. Because again, uh-huh. nine. But you know, for the second half of of uh, season eight, might be a good thing to do and start a start a new uh, card uh, deck. So, I just I'm just priming the pump. But right now, it's time for that good good shuffle with nine cards, so you won't hear anything. And just so you know, Mike, you are now creating nine different timelines. Excellent, love that gag <laughs> to return from a different <laughs> podcast. All right, so I've done the good to shuffle. I cut it in half and put put it over, and now I feel like I feel like this might have come. I, I, I don't know. This feels familiar, but maybe it's not. You'll let me know, Ben, my good friend Ben. Would yes. you rather spend the night in a dumpster or porta potty? Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or porta potty? I assume. From the question that uh, these are both in use, um, like it's not like an empty dumpster and an empty porta potty. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I, sh- I don't. I hope the porta potty is not in use while you're in it. Like you're just hanging um, out, and somebody comes in, and is like, "Well, I, I'm sorry, man. I really gotta go right now." So, um, neither is ideal, but um, sure. As Someone who, uh, because we had people working on our house, we had a porta potty outside of our house, mm-hmm. and then because uh, our contractors ghosted us for uh, two months, that's a, a long time. In a story that I will not get into on this podcast, we had a porta potty just sitting outside of our house for two months, and uh, people would just drive by and be like, Oh, hey, look at that. I got to go. And they would literally pull their car over, get out of their car, walk into this porta potty and then use it. And I will okay. say that um shows the need for public restrooms, certainly. It does, 100%. Uh however, um the fact that I 
kept having to walk by this porta potty for the two months that it was outside of my house mm-hmm. uh, really persuades me that I would rather spend a night in a dumpster than in a porta potty. Sure. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're I, both going to be bad, but like just the the visceral memory of like, oh, cool, I got to go outside, and there's a porta potty outside my right. house, and it has been there for two months. Now um, I do. I do. Strangers point out, keep driving up to use it. I do want to point out this is probably one of the very few uh, acceptable uh, not in my backyard situations. I would not want a porta potty in my front yard. Uh, so uh-huh. I, I I get you. Uh, that being said, I would agree with you. Uh, por- I don't want to like de- uh, smell uh, human feces and human urine, and who knows mm-hmm. what else. Um, uh, I I guess I'd I'd live with rotting food. But again, you know, it, 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 let's you might be you might get lucky and you get a dumpster full of bread or something, you know, outside of a grocery uh-huh. store. And that's the, that would take some time to smell. The it would, dumpster it would be really soft. The dumpster's really going to be a gamble whereas the porta potty is a known evil. Um Yes. Yes, so, so you're, you're, I feel like you bet on the dumpster instead of basically know you're about to roll uh, snake eyes. Plus, dumpster, there's a non-zero chance you make a new raccoon friend. That's fair. And now you spend the night in the dumpster, and then the next day you've got a raccoon familiar, and you're just, everyone's like, oh, that's a cool uh, raccoon familiar. And you're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I've become I a druid. I spend the night... I had to spend a night in the dumpster, but I'm a dumpster druid now, and so I get a raccoon familiar. Mike, I let's can't talk wait about... for this D and D character. Hey, I would totally play a dumpster druid. That sounds great. <laughs> Mike, let's talk about how the West was one zero one zero 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 one. All right, Futurama season eight, episode three. It is. The Bitcoin episode. The uh, internetmoviedatabase.com has a synopsis. Okay. Bender and the crew head west to join the Bitcoin mining rush. That that, uh, that gives Bender a whole lot of agency in the choice. <laughs> it really emphasizes Bender above all else uh, for reasons I don't understand <laughs> story-wise. <laughs> Yeah, because because the professor the professor is sort of the one who instigates this. He does he does instigate quite a few things in this one, but uh, yeah, Um, I did want to point out that uh, because of uh, some people with eagle eyes posting on the internet, I did catch uh, Bender dangling from the Planet Express ship on the giant magnet Mm -hmm. on the intro. Uh, Always very excited to see changes to the intro, even though it's mostly the same. Um, yeah, I, uh, Farnsworth going bankrupt through the, uh, poor buying and selling of said Bitcoin and then saying, well, we'll go my literally mine thallium to sell to the Bitcoin miners so we can, we can pay off the robot mafia. It, 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 it feels kind of like a reasonable plot, except for the whole Bitcoin nonsense. It's a weird pull because they're like all right we're gonna do an episode about bitcoin but it's not about bitcoin because they're literally mining for thallium this uh element to make chips so that they can sell it to the bitcoin miners so they're not mining bitcoin this isn't a bitcoin episode 
It's just all about Bitcoin. Right. It's all about Bitcoin. <laughs> and and it's not like they even like sometimes they go out and like try to basically not be like this is this is the Bitcoin, you know, the iPhone episode. They make a pun on iPhones. You put it in your eye, et cetera. It's mom uh-huh. thing. This one's just no, no it's Bitcoin. Yeah. They, they go to Doge Creek or Doge, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. This Doge so, City. It's like you're now we're now we're so this is the thing, right? And not to just jump into vibes, uh, but, but no, hit me with it. This is the thing that we did. I didn't like about some of the the Comedy Central stuff. It's very specific, like you know, because you're making references to Bitcoin and Doge, and there's even a a, a GameStop holding the, uh, sign that I went that I saw going by, just like hold. It's like our huddle or whatever it is. It's making these references that were probably dated when they were written. So I've been thinking about this since watching the episode yesterday, uh, because first of all, this is the third episode. And in the Comedy Central reboot, uh, Attack of the Killer App was the third episode. Okay. Um, So I feel like episode three is of these reboot seasons is just like, all right, let's tackle something topical as as topical as the iPhone was in 2012 or whatever, but that's right. fine. Yeah, sure. Um, the, so they, they have that, they have the attack of the killer app episode, which famously I did not care for. I continue to not care for it. It, it does, is a, it does have some good memes though. It has one of the uh, quintessential memes, shut up and take my money. Exactly. Um, but the thing that I, it, it really made me think about the sort of topicality of Futurama episodes, because we've mentioned before that we're not the biggest fans of Futurama, Futurama episodes that go topical. But whenever I say that, I also always think of uh, the... Uh, I dated a robot episode, which was like uh, it had a like Napster reference, which was not even topical at the time. (laughs) Sure. It was a little late to the Napster thing, but it the the thing is that that episode is not about Napster. It is an episode about Fry dating a robot who is Mm -hmm. modeled after Lucy Liu. And Napster exists to give Fry the robot and then give a reason why they would be under attack by a bunch of different Lucy Lou bots. Right. That's it. It is is effectively a throwaway joke in that episode. Right. It exists long enough to provide a plot for the rest of the episode, but it's not about Napster. The Attack of the Killer app is... Basically just, hey, look, iPhones are a thing. Let's make references to iPhones. Uh, they make references to like the the old like iPod uh, apps with people dancing yep. in front of like color backgrounds. Yeah. Um, they uh, make fun of Twitter, uh, failing website Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but mostly it's just like, hey, I don't know. What if Futurama had iPhones? And then a bunch of stuff happens because you you get 
like it's just a bunch of stuff that happens. There's a goat that uh, oh, has God, digestive pyrotechnics out of both ends. There's the Susan Boyle reference for some inane reason. Oh, um, I forgot that those are the same episode. <laughs> it's the same episode, Mike. There's a subplot about oh, Fry and Bender having a, a taking a bet to uh, having a bet to see who can be the first one to get a million followers on the the Twitter analog. There's a bunch of just reasons for weird videos. Like they take videos with their iPhone. It's just a bunch of random stuff that happens. And then at the end of the episode, they're like, well, time to upgrade to the iPhone two. And that's the episode. And the reason I bring all of this up. Right. Is that this episode is exactly like that. <laughs> sure. Bitcoin exists. Let's yep. do a Bitcoin episode. We sure. go out to mine, not Bitcoin, but actual ore to sell to Bitcoin. Right. Uh, to sell it's to Bitcoin one, miners. It's a little bit around the corner. But it's it's a reason to get them out to the Old West, which they really hammer in. Well, every watt of electricity goes to the Bitcoin mining computers. For everyone else, it's practically like living in the Old West. Old West. Got it. Until we stake our claim and strike it rich, keep in mind we're bankrupt. So we'll all need to do Old West stuff to get by. Old West. Got it. We're going to the Old West. It's an Old West episode. I get it. So it's a reason to get, get it's a reason to get them out to the old west. Now here's all of the plots in this episode. <laughs> Leela takes a job as a bar wench. That's not what they call them in old-timey saloon days, but whatever. Old West. Got it. Fry uh, becomes the sidekick of the Borax kid and uncovers yeah. that he's been plagiarizing all of his books. Sure. Um, Dwight. (laughs) I'm very excited for this. Like, here's what's going on. Just here's it. Dwight decides that his father sucks and decides to go study under the tutelage of Roberto, who's there for some (laughs) reason with a knife gun. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of cool. The most final fantasy of weapons, a knife gun. Um, and so he decides that he's just going to he's like, hey, Roberto's cool. So I'm going to hang out with him instead of my dad. And then uh, there's the the woman who owns the saloon who has a brothel in the back. That's actually uh, and I will say I laughed quite a bit when they opened the brothel door. And then there's another door that's just called regular door. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very good. But behind regular door is a Bitcoin mining operation using severed robot heads. Yeah. And Zoidberg becomes the town doctor. Uh, <laughs> which which really only serves the Bender plot. Uh, they find this big, or they, they do some, some panning for um, Thallium and they find a big nugget of it. Yeah, Bender gets a donkey. Happens. I forget. <laughs> Bender gets a donkey and sings a whole song about asses, both his ass and the ass that is the donkey. Right, because they're using Bender's ass to pan. This is just an episode where a bunch of stuff happens. Okay, yes. 
I'll buy that. But I do think there is a small... So I, I do want to point out, at least this is the way I see it. And, and you can okay. we can disagree. You know, healthy conversation on a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that this is better than that the iPhone episode because everything was around the iPhone. Like the whole joke is, you know, Ben, uh, Ben, uh, Bender and, and Fryer on YouTube trying to get more views or, uh-huh. you know, whatever the joke is like the, everybody's adventure here. Don't doesn't exactly say, Oh, I'm doing stuff with Bitcoin. Like you Bender buys something with a, like a micro Bitcoin or whatever, but then it's like, this is going to buy a donkey with the micro Bitcoin. Right. Right. And then it, what a, a donkey oh, named Rusty. <laughs> I said something. Um, but then yes, then it then it's it's him and Rusty's adventures, and then you know Dwight and and Hermes are. There's nothing about Bitcoin. It's just all around the Wild West, and I, I get the the Bitcoin being the thing to get them where they need to be to make all the things reference. But you know what sitcom hasn't done? We're gonna do a convoluted thing to get everybody in a different place so they can have different adventures than they would in New York, New New York or whatever. So I I I, I understand where you're coming from with the they make a topical reference and then everything, everyone goes off and does their own thing. Um, I do, I do think that having everyone do their own adventures in wild or the old West wink, uh, after using Bitcoin as a convoluted way to get them out there is not, not the worst, uh, version of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's fair, but like, so, I mean, you know, the the idea of an episode where just kind of a bunch of random stuff happens is also a thing too. Uh, I mean, you got three hundred oh, sure. big boys, which is literally just Nixon gives everyone a three hundred dollar tax credit and or a tax refund, and everyone goes off and does random things. But uh, or or like uh, The Simpsons has twenty two short films about Springfield, oh, sure, which yeah. is just like random stuff happens. But that is very much framed as a like, great, we're going to do random stuff now. Um, I'm willing to give that a lot more of a pass than like, this is what would happen if everyone was in the Old West. Uh, I sort of started going into an Old West accent there. I and then noticed. I And then I, then I, I ejected right back out of it. Um, I did notice that, yes. So, uh, I don't know. There's just, there's just not there's not a like a through line uh to that that kept me interested that's fair it's just it's just like a a bunch of weird stuff happening because they're in the old west because they're mining for ore to sell to bitcoin miners and then a bunch of the jokes were just like like i literally rolled my eyes when they go to doge city yeah that was that was rough like as a pun, it's not the worst pun, but I'm like, we're we're literally making Dogecoin uh yeah. references here. Um, okay. Or like there's a little aside about like um uh they uh I don't remember how it comes up, but there's like some Ethereum and they're like, you Ethereum. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's the, the guy who they sell the ore to. He's like, Oh, finally I can, you know, mine my own stuff. It's like, Oh, it's an Ethereum. And I'm like, I, I don't, I, the, yeah. the Bitcoin jokes 
I'm just not here for. Um, yeah. Especially the idea here. Here, here's the funniest joke in the whole episode. Bitcoin and Ethereum still exist in a thousand years. <laughs> I don't know. The regular door was pretty funny. Um, it's fair. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the it's the best Bitcoin related joke in the episode. Yes. Um, so I was just I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't care about basically anything going on here. <laughs> um, I, I realize we're basically already into like the vibes of oh, the yeah, episode we're, we, here. We 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 just entered vibes pretty quickly. <laughs> but um, I was kind of bored, to be honest. Like, okay, none of the individual plots were particularly interesting. There's a whole song about Bender's ass that I yeah. was like. Why is this boring? This should be great. <laughs> this song about him sure. and his ass and his other ass, where every other word is ass, I should be loving this. And why am I not loving this? Right. We're just a guy with no ass in his ass. Assing it up under an asinine sky. Assing to the tumbleweeds as we ass by. Yodeling a cowboy tune, but not yet. People sass me on my ass as we pass. They say, wouldn't it be better if my ass rode me? They tell me I outweigh my ass. When it's an ass-related song, everybody should be on the dance floor. And this one, you know, it was, uh-huh. it was I thought it was pretty good, but not for Ben. The, I mean, the song itself was fine, but like, I was just, I'm like, I'm, I'm not... I I don't think it's like that funny, but I, I I will say that once the donkey started singing along, I I cackled because I thought that was funny. But uh, yeah, like none none of the other individual plots I, I I think were that were that interesting. Like you know, I mean it's it's fun because like yeah, Roberto's there, and I always appreciate when Roberto shows up. Mm-hmm. He's he gets he's one of my favorite. Mafia. You get some robot mafia. Um, the, uh, the the moment when the professor is trying to sell his uh, little little chunk of uh, ore, and then he's like, "No, I gotta sell this, otherwise I'm gonna get clamped." And the guy's like, "Ah, in with the robot mafia, huh?" Like <laughs> this guy over in California knows yeah. that the clamps is the robot mafia. I did it's, find that it's very very funny. good. So like, there were some good jokes in there, but. I didn't care about any of the plots going on. Not not a one of them. And that made the episode I think kind of suffer. Um Sure. Because you know, there there are a lot of shows that are just like you know, Family Guy, um particularly uh some of the the seasons after the initial ones. They're they're just kind of there to to slam jokes in your face. Sure. Uh, Futurama has tended to have a little bit more story to it. I mean, you know, we've talked at length about episodes where they tug at your heartstrings because they've set up this story about, uh, you know, a long lost pet or a, a nephew you never got to meet or, you know, whatever. Um, so it, it just never feels as good when Futurama is just like, here's a bunch of jokes. Sure. 
Yeah, no, unless I, they I specifically see- again, again, unless they're like, oh, well, here's 300 big boys. Like we're specifically getting weird with it or like the uh, what if machine episodes where they're like, oh, I don't sure. know, let's get super weird with it. This. Yeah, the one machines of, are great. This was in a uncanny valley of like we're trying to tell a story, but also just a bunch of weird stuff happens. Yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from. I I li- I kind of liked the way that again because we're in early vibes. Uh, I kind of liked the way that everyone was able to kind of have their own adventures after a couple episodes of everybody being locked into the one path um, where everyone's like, oh, we can we you know uh, we can see all these different like. I guess plots is a is a generous thing to say about some of the things that happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you can kind of see people interacting, you know, like uh, Leela becoming a barmaid and, you know, Dwight learning that maybe limbo is OK, um, leading leading to a yeah, I forgot the, that was the, the sort of apex of that plot where <laughs> I right? see exactly. The plot is generous. Plot is generous. It's a scene, uh-huh. a scene, and then resolution. Um, so I guess it's it's the three acts. But boy, it is it is bare bones. Uh, the three acts. I think my dad is dumb. I think Limbo is dumb. Uh, I think Limbo and my dad are both cool. Those are the three acts. We to, got to it. be fair. The 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 first act is my dad is dumb and Limbo is dumb. The second act is I broke my spine. Third is Limbo <laughs> may be okay. The the second act is maybe I'll fall in with this uh, robot <laughs> criminal with a knife gun. <laughs> Which to be fair, if you're gonna fall in with a robot yeah, yeah. criminal, go with cool. the one with the knife yeah. gun. It's cool. It's it's hella cool. Name, name a cooler robot than one with a knife gun. I'll wait. I don't think I can. But yeah, like I do love how it kind of comes down to this like th- like a, th- a I don't know how to describe it other than the three-dimensional triple duel because you've got, you know, <laughs> two- it, it's a very complicated uh <laughs> animation scene for sure. Yeah, but I do kind of love that that's how all the little plots come together at the end and that's I think, you know, the sign of you know, you have honestly, it does feel like they're like, okay, how do we get? We we have this idea for this image. How do we get back? You know, get that into the show because we're gonna do Old West. Old West, got it. And then you've got all of these like, this is who I want to be facing off with this person and this person and this person and from above. And you you know, it feels like it's kind of back. Like you started with that and kind of went back to figure out how everything is gonna happen. And it also is like, oh, well, the Bitcoin will get them there. But how do we get them to this point where and then you have, you know, a scene, you know, like three scenes with Dwight and Hermes to get this this across so that it makes sense when Hermes tries to save him with the, you know, boots or whatever. And this is why Fry and the Borax kid are fighting. And this is why Bender and the the bar owner is fighting, you know, that kind of thing. So. Uh, and then also that one scene that established the ore creator or the ore buyer guy and the robot pianist, why they would be shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot there. There's too, it's too much. It is too much. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but but it it does feel overstuffed. 
I don't want to say in a good way, but it's not. I've seen some other stuff stuff that's just like there's nothing here. But like this, this attempts to like, like I said, like they might have a plot where somebody does something and learns something, but it is you are gonna get the bare bones. You are gonna get the you know the roller coaster version of that. Just get it done real fast. So, you know, I I. I don't know if we're going to go full vibes because again, we, I think we're half an hour into the actual episode. Um, <laughs> well, d- before we, before we go okay. into that, is there, is there anything in any of the individual plots that you want to discuss? Um, because I don't really have anything else to add because <laughs> I, like I said, I was, I was, I was kind of bored. Like, okay. You know, there were, there were things that were enjoyable but i it, this g- compared to the first two episodes like i mean i've i've got i've got adhd so like yeah sure. i'm i am pretty quick to be like oh my phone is here i'm going to pull out my phone and look at it while i'm trying to watch this tv your show your iphone and you, and you go boop and then you press your nose and then you're watching another tv show uh-huh. while you're watching this tv show i understand uh yep just like that so um and then I get in line to buy the new iPhone. So, yeah. So I, you know, I'm already a little bit primed to do that. But the first two episodes, I was just like, no, I'm all in. Like I, you know, and part of it is I'm watching it for me, but I'm watch- also watching it for the podcast. Right. So I'm, I'm you're gonna give it a little two. bit more. It's what you're telling me. Yes, I'm watching for two. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. Um. So. Uh. uh Oh, I made myself laugh too much on that. Sir, are you sure you should be watching that? Uh, That much TV? Oh, it's fine. I'm watching for two. Um, (laughs) So, yes. Part of it is that I'm watching it for two, as the case may be. But also, I just... I enjoyed the first two episodes to the point where I was like, oh, I I don't need to, like, pull out my phone and load up failingwebsitetwitter.com or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I absentmindedly just picked up my phone in the middle of like the Fry and the Borax kid plot because okay. I was just like, I don't I I don't find this interesting. <laughs> um Yeah, that that that's a good point. And I think, you know, a lot of even the things that I did enjoy in this episode were mostly like Here's a reference to, you know, the robot mafia. Here's Roberto. Oh, look, he's already in his pajamas, which I was like. That that yes, was the best joke we, in the episode. We, we I did knew, it. It's back. I knew there was one and I forgot it because I don't take notes on these new episodes. The the return of I'm already in my pajamas like, made me laugh out loud. So I do take notes, but very, very sparse. This is all caps. He's already in his pajamas. We'll have to take turns guarding the nugget with our lives until morning. I'd take a shift myself, but I am already in my pajamas. I don't imagine this is the case, but I'm hoping deep down somebody who writes for Futurama has listened to our podcast <laughs> and listened to how much we loved it's the, the so attempt good. at I'm already in my pajamas as a catchphrase, I'm and they brought so it back happy. because of that. I I, if, I choose if, if somebody... to believe that. Um, if you write for Futurama uh, and and you listen to this podcast and 
we had any influence over that line getting into the show, <laughs> let us know. And if we didn't, do not tell us because yes, I, I want to yeah. believe this. No, I want to believe, yes. Um, also, if you're a Futurama writer, just get like two uh, heads in a jar that are labeled Ben and Mike next to each other. I don't even have to look <laughs> like us, honestly. Just near each other and we'll be like, that's us. That's us. They did it. Uh-huh. Um. Well, we have a very uh, self-inflated uh, sense of self here. As uh, it, I, I love, hey, hello, Mister Future. I'm a writer that's definitely listening to this, right? So, um, so yeah. Uh, now back to me dumping all over this episode. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to me uh, critiquing harshly your life's work. Um, so. Anyways, I, yeah, so we've got the, I, I guess we'll, we'll give a quick summary of all the plots. Um, the, the, I mean, the, the ore plot, uh, is nothing. There's like a scene of like them panning for ore and then, uh, they get a big hunk of it. And I guess everything does kind of end up kind of meeting at the end because Roberto tries to steal the ore, but the, uh saloon owner ends up stealing it because she's running her illegal bitcoin operation yeah well um, I, because it sounds you know because they find bender and roberto in the robot mm-hmm. head bitcoin farm and they save bender did they save roberto or did they just leave him there i think they just left him there so he's, okay, he's out there mining funny. for Bitcoin. I do like the joke where uh, Bender is like, man, mining for Bitcoin was awful. Every time you can you imagine a number, there's a bigger number. And I was just like, all right, that's that's kind of funny. It is um, funny. But uh, the we've already talked a little bit about the uh, Dwight and Hermes plot. It literally just comes down to Dwight is uninterested in anything his father has to say. He's literally just playing his Game Boy on this whole trip. And then he falls in with Roberto because Roberto's cool. And I can't disagree. Uh, Roberto right. is canonically cool. Again, knife gun. Um, We're going to fo- this episode surprisingly focused on the knife gun. This episode brought to you by the knife gun. When you need to stab someone at a long distance, get knife gun. I I I like this idea. The the dumpster druid with a knife gun. I wouldn't play the hell out of that character. Um And then he he's involved in a failed stagecoach robbery because Ro- Roberto's like lay in the lay in the path and look injured and they'll stop for you and then that's when I rob him. And they just run over Dwight. Yeah, when you called it a failed robbery, I think you're being incredibly generous. I mean, that's what it was. It was a failed robbery. <laughs> because they ran over a child. You're you're saying I need a word stronger than failed. Yeah, is that of. is that what I'm hearing? Okay. I mean, I'd almost argue it wasn't even a failed robbery because there was no robbery attempt. It was just uh, you ran over a child. <laughs> Uh, synonyms for failed, fruitless, <laughs> futile, unsuccessful, failing, ineffective, ineffectual, miscarried, unavailing, unproductive, useless, vain, worthless. 
I'm feeling a little attacked right now because I feel like a lot of people could be using a lot of those words for what we're actively doing right now. For, for <laughs> unproductive? Uh, Absolutely. So uh, his <laughs> plot line culminates and he, Dwight's the one who saves everyone during this gunfight. He saves Hermes during this gunfight. Yeah, he saves Hermes. And everybody else just runs out of bullets. And um, Leela's plot is kind of a nothing plot. She is serving drinks and keeps uh, getting propositions to go into the brothel. Um, Not very many. I think it's just one or two. I do like, speaking of brothels, I do like how (laughs) Fry doesn't understand the euphemisms for the back room. And that's very funny. Piano robot eventually calls it a brothel. And he's like, oh, like soup. And I was just like, dude, that sounds great. A brothel, just like a big room full of broth. I'm into that. I get just make some soup in there. (laughs) I'm into it. Baby, you got a stew going. (laughs) (laughs) That was me at my most Justin McElroy, just like struggling to get the joke out. Hey, man, where are you going with that ladle? Oh, I'm going down to the brothel. Oh, sweet. Pick me up some minestrone. <laughs> y- you know, uh, yeah. The <laughs> uh, Fry's plot is that he he's obsessed with these novels, these young adult uh, novels about the Borax kid. Sure. And so he sees the Borax kid there um, I, playing I some cards. Pretty proud of Fry moving up to YA. Very exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Borax kid immediately uh, hustles Fry at cards. And then his uh, uh, sidekick, Mumbles, gets shot. And uh, pronounced dead by Dr. Zoidberg and then compl- uh, argues with him. Uh-huh. And Fry's like, oh, sweet, I want to be your sidekick. And so he becomes a sidekick, which is just mostly cleaning up the tent for uh, the Borax kid. And uh, then there's a whole library full of the Borax kid's books. And uh, it turns out that he's he's been. Writing his books uh, based on public domain, so publicly available uh books about uh the cobalt i have it uh, i have i have here on tv tropes buffalo bill cobalt there we go um and um Oh, I I was looking for that in the uh, internetmoviedatabase.com and under trivia, it does point out that uh, the episode is called How the West Was 10010001, which is mm-hmm. decimal 81, which is the atomic number of thallium. So that's clever. I will give them a huge we, point for that. We just got binaried. That's, that's like the whole plot. Like Fry's just <laughs> hanging out with the Borax kid and like cleaning up after him um, and 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 deter and and is able to kind of uh find out that he's uh stealing these books and rewriting them slightly and getting the copyright which is uh a, a modern day villain what a horrible guy that borax kid the thing the person we've known for so many years yeah that was fry's episode uh, fry's plot um <laughs> 
Zoidberg's plot is he's just like, I'm going to be, well, because I guess the thing we kind of just skipped right over is they're all broke because the professor spent all the Planet Express's money. So they they do go there and be like, oh, well, we need to get jobs. So that's why Leela starts serving drinks. And uh, Zoidberg goes to be uh try to to become a doctor uh there's one doctor in town who immediately uh gets killed so by roberto by roberto with his knife gun yeah. so there's, there's uh, a lot zoidberg, of murdering by roberto in this one uh-huh zoidberg becomes the new doctor um uh i do like how the doctor's name was like doc um fiesta a play on doc, yeah doc fiesta play on doc holiday which was uh Oh, I like I that. I think pretty funny. Oh, that's good. Um, I like that. He is also a psychiatrist, not a, like, not a, uh-huh. you know, uh, it's a brain doctor, not a body doctor. Hello, I'm Zoidberg. Like you, I'm a doctor. So, uh, what's your survival rate? Pretty high. I'm a psychiatrist. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, Zoidberg is just kind of in the background of a lot of scenes being a doctor. He does, like you said, he declares Mumbles dead, then Mumbles is, uh, complains because he's not dead. That's it's, sort of the Zoidberg plot. Yeah, <laughs> he does come back in with the Bender plot because he does he does fix up uh, uh, Rusty the donkey. Yes, that's true. He does fix up Rusty the donkey. Um because Bender's plot, uh, he buys a donkey named Rusty, and they just kind of go on a little adventure. Bender sings the song. And then crushes Rusty. And crushes Rusty. Um, it was kind of funny that they were on just like a, a treadmill with like oh, a yeah. rotating background. Um, so uh, I think... That's about it. I mean, they like w- we kind of talked about it already, but the end of the episode is that the the woman running the bar has been secretly uh, taking robot heads and hooking them up to mine Bitcoin. Um, yeah, because servers are expensive. Robot heads are cheap. Yeah. And I think at I think at the after the three dimensional triple duel, uh, the professor gets back the thallium from the bar owner who did you catch a name on that bar owner? I'm I, she had a name and I, I don't, we, I we, we didn't notes. clock it. Um, we didn't clock it. It's fine. Um, but he, he takes it to sell it and then she gets the robot mafia and puts their heads in the Bitcoin mining, uh, thing and that's that's where the episode ends. So that's, that's a wrap on the robot mafia, everybody. Yep. Um, I think that's about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, not really. Should we do actual vibes? I know the the first couple of uh, of vibes uh, sequences we've done on the show or or whatever what segments um, we've kind of talked about whether or not this is like feels like it's Fox Fox era uh, mm-hmm. Futurama. I don't think it passes as Fox level or Fox era. It it's a little bit, we talked a little bit about how uh, topical this episode is similar to the iPhone episode and similar to other uh, and kind of other episodes of that ilk. And I think because that topicality, it doesn't quite fit. I, I mean, maybe I am misremembering or, you know, 
have living in a different context than I was with the the Fox ones, but I don't remember that like a, a a full reliance on a full episode to have a very topical joke. Um kind of making up the episode. So does it fit Fox the, that era? Probably not, but I was also not bored by this episode. There's something happening differently every second it feels like because there's so many scenes to get done before you can get to the tri- three-dimensional triple duel and again i i i actually kind of enjoyed it there was uh there, there's a small throw throwaway line after they they go onto the donner pass which is also funny um and uh and they're like boy i'm sure glad i we you know you reminded me to bring the oxygen or the oxen usually we don't <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. the 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 way it's said made me cackle. Like I think it's it, it's it's a it, it the vibe is good, but it doesn't match. You know the you know it's it's not certainly not at the you know the high level of the Fox stuff. It'd probably be at the low level of the Fox stuff, and probably in the mid level of the Community Central stuff for me. So I guess if I'm gonna have to give it you know, one thumb somewhere, because again, that second thumb gone forever. I guess I'd have to say it's in the middle for me, not up, not down. Cause I enjoyed it, but I don't, I, I, I think it relies a little bit too much on, you know, it's, it's certainly got its framing story of the Bitcoin, which it gets you out there. And it does throw a lot of jokes at you really fast about that. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, the the joke about a thousand years Bitcoin and your Ethereum still existing and stuff like that, and not just being like think about like a thousand years ago, D- do we think do we did we have currency back then? Like what are we gonna do in the thousand years? So I don't know, but the jokes are pretty good. I I you know I enjoyed the I always kind of enjoy like hey it's a robot mafia hey it's Roberto it's his it's his pajamas here's the Borax kid like seeing people you know it's I like how service. the pajamas get to be their own character in the <laughs> yeah. way you just described that oh, of course but like getting that fan service of like here are some things that uh uh that I see and it's like all right great I love seeing these people doing familiar things there's a familiarity to it as as much as we love the knife gun as as a new thing and you know other stuff I think it's it's a weaker episode than the first two, um, so I think I'd put it in the middle, um, and well, I think I'll I'll go with that, knowing that it probably would be on the low low edge of the the Fox shows. Um, one last thing before your your vibes, I found a name in TV tropes might not be true, but it's Delilah. Okay, yeah, that uh, matches what I'm seeing on the InternetMovieDatabase.com. Perfect. So yeah, thumb in the middle. Uh, ben, what do you think? So, I've kind of said a lot of bad things about this episode. Now, I want to... Notably clarif- that you went to failing website Twitter during the episode. Right. Notably... Uh, Unproductive website Twitter. I apologize. Uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I did say kind of a lot of negative stuff about this episode. Now, with that said, I think... A fair amount of the jokes were pretty funny. I didn't dislike my time watching this episode. Now, it did do a lot of the stuff that I was worried about it doing when they were like, there's going to be a crypto episode. This episode ended up being exactly what I expected it was going to be. And that's not 
the worst thing, but it's also not a great thing. Sure. Um, it was like all of the crypto jokes, I think, fell flat for me because I'm I'm like, we're really doing this. Like, I'm not joking when I ro- said I rolled my eyes at Doge City. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I believe you. Like, I can't I can't believe in 2023 we're making Dogecoin jo- uh, jokes. But, you know, um, fine. A lot of the other jokes in the episode I did find pretty funny. I just sort of felt like it was a jokes shotgun where they're just like, sure, we were all right. They're in the old West now because crypto. So let's just shoot out a bunch of jokes. And it felt it just felt disconnected in a way that I don't. I, I, I didn't enjoy. I like my Futurama episodes to be a little bit tighter Okay. Um, you know, I mean, it's like a little bit more cohesive, maybe. A, yeah, a little bit more cohesive, and just like I, I think if they, I mean, I, I get why they did what they did. You need that many different fights for this like insane multi-angle, uh, multi-axis gunfight that they have at the end. Which again, I think is a very funny image. You can't do that if there's like an A plot and a B plot and then like a tiny C plot about Zoidberg eating things. You you, you can't sure. you can't do <laughs> you can't do a gunfight to that scale with that. You need an A plot, B plot, C plot, D plot, E plot and F plot in order to like get all of those to function. But the road to get there I don't think was worth the payoff of having that because okay. I just I want a little bit more structure. And I think comparing it to between Fox and Comedy Central, I feel like the average Fox episode did have that structure in a in a lot of ways that um uh that this one didn't. Whereas sure. a lot of the um uh, a lot of the Comedy Central ones were just like, oh, we just need we just need jokes, and so it was a little bit looser. And that was always one of my complaints about the Comedy Central uh, series was it was just like it was a, a joke canon. Um, uh, the the other one I bring up a lot is the Da Vinci Code, where it's just like the whole first half oh, of that yeah. episode makes me feel like I literally need to stop and catch a breath because they're just cramming it all in. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like it's a lot more like the Comedy Central era and um and i i don't mean that in a good way uh sure. so i'm going to i'm going to give it zero thumbs which is not no thumbs no thumbs <sighs> i'm going to give it zero thumbs so that's not a thumbs down but it's also not a thumbs up it's just kind of like it's not even you, a thumb you, in the middle it like you, you you did a futurama like i it's it's definitely Futurama. I'll give it that. Um, it was it was enjoyable <laughs> enough. It just didn't land for me like the first two episodes did. Um, to the to the point where you abstain with your thumbs. Thumb abstention. 
Boy, I really, really worry about the Ben and Mike in the the head in the jar in the in the next episode. They we not <laughs> they we might not thumbs. be heads in jars. They they don't have thumbs, so they can't give thumbs up or down. Well, I'm what I'm saying is that we might not be in jars. We might be on pikes. <laughs> hey, if that's the meanest thing I've ever said about a Futurama episode, then uh, they got off it, pretty lucky. <laughs> that's fair. Let's not forget that Nature Rama exists. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think i think overall it's, it's just a very neutral episode like okay i don't i don't regret watching it but like it, you know it it uh it wasn't like oh yeah baby we're back it was like sure it i i think it i think it would it would fit very neatly into a comedy central run yeah um I just realized we haven't even mentioned the fact that Leela and Fry get attacked by a puma. Mm-hmm. That's just a yeah. thing that happens. That's just a thing that we happens. We didn't even mentioned. And Fry shoots at it, and then the Borax kid comes out, and he's like, oh, Fry shot into the air a bunch of times, <laughs> and I shot the puma. And, like, it's just, it's just Again, a bunch a of stuff. a thing that happens. <laughs> it's just a shotgun of things happening that... I just want it. I just want it to be a little tighter, Mike. That's fair. I think doing, like you said, A, B, C, D, E, F plots in a twenty-two to twenty-six. I didn't catch how many minute. Uh -huh. It just feels like a lot of plots for not a lot of time. Yep, exactly. I feel um, like doing six plots in an hour would still be tight. The the movies didn't have this many plots, Mike. <laughs> That's fair. That is a good point. But we want to know what you think about this episode, about uh, would you rather do whatever, sleep, spend a night in a dumpster in a porta potty? I always love when you're coming to the, the here's the what you rather, I don't know, whatever, screw it. <laughs> the tone of voice is always tremendous. Lead with your best foot forward and we do not. So, and we then I have to come back and not. be like, all right, remember how we talked about that thing? So uh, we want to know what you think about whatever the hell else we talked about in this episode. I feel like we were mostly on topic. We were mostly on topic because I was complaining the whole time. Uh, that is that is how that usually happens. Yes. Either we're complaining about it, we're, we're loving it and basically recounting it to you, or we're wildly off on our own path. Uh huh. And and look, I mean, I I I know I mostly complain about this episode. I don't think it's bad. It it would absolutely like if this was in the first season of that Comedy Central reboot, I'd be like, yep, nope, that fits right in. Um, I I just I just want it to be more like the Fox era, Mike. That's yeah, it. That I th I think you 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 know you. I know I know we're in the outro, but I do think you're probably right with the the level of structure where this is just so, you know, this isn't a breakneck as much as the Da Vinci one. But like this is pretty breakneck of like, uh -huh. here's all these things we got to get, like move these pieces around until they're perfect. We've got our three dimensional triple dual 3D shot that we have to do. It's watching two people playing chess where they like move a piece and slam the clock and then just go going like real fast. And like, this is impressive that you've, you've managed to do this. I can't follow anything happening right now because right. I'm, I, 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 you, you took a pawn. I got that much sweet. 
That pawn was already in his pajamas. So let us know what <laughs> you think what about say. this episode. You can do that uh, on all sorts of places. You can find all of those at backtothefuturama.net. There's a link to our uh, Twitter, our failing website Twitter, at mm-hmm. Back to Futurama. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backtofuturama. We have a fan group, the League of Jeremy's, put together by uh, one of our longtime fans, Laura, uh, who is uh, just a treasure for uh, for always doing that. Uh, So thank you, Laura. And I think that's about it, Mike. I I think I think we've we've done a lot. We've done a lot of talking about the, the how the West was one zero one zero 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 one. I can't let you be the only person to say it in this episode. Thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, but we want to thank you for coming to all of the talk about how the West was one zero one zero 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 one. We really appreciate uh, give, especially an episode where we're not super positive on the episode, and it's just kind of uh, here are our complaints about it. Uh, but we really appreciate uh, everybody coming to the end of these. So uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. And hey, if you disagree, we want to hear because like when I was on the Internet Movie Database dot com, uh, mm-hmm. I, I try not to read any sort of reviews or anything before doing this. Except for that first episode. That one time. Uh, <laughs> and then that I kept bringing three up three weeks ago. And then I kept bringing up points from the thing. I'm like, oh, I can't just keep to- copying his homework. But uh, the the three, there are only three reviews uh, for this. Up, I mean, it's still very new. Sure. Uh, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, and 8 out of 10, which are vastly different than what I just gave it. So Yeah, an, um, absta- an abstention. <laughs> so if you have a different opinion, we do want to hear about that because we're yeah. not the arbiter of anything yeah we're two, uh, we're two dinguses with microphones so let us know and uh mike until next time when we're talking about parasites regained Ooh, a sequel so, just like we were talking about yeah it's it's they're making another run right at the uh a return to the fox era so i'm yeah, i'm yeah. excited Nervous. to see what we've got for that a little gassy yeah all of those things yeah um Join us next time. And until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye Goodbye from from the world world of tomorrow. tomorrow.